Good morning, good morning. This is Dr. Brenda Shoshana with another episode of Turning the Tide, the journey of releasing. And it is such a journey to release because we just never know what's on the other end of the release. You know, we're holding on to something quite tight, actually, most of the time. And we're clinging, clinging, because we think that's the right thing. We want to hold on to it. It's the right idea, the right plan, the right relationship, whatever it is. And then it might be time to let go, open, or at least open our hands a bit so things could have a chance to flow. <clears throat> and we don't, we resist, we fight, we tug, we hold on. <clears throat> but we don't really know what's on the other side of letting go, opening up, letting life do what it does stepping back a moment and enjoying the show. We don't know what will happen. You know, releasing is an act of great trust. It really is. I realized that so fully the other day. I was exploring and thinking a lot about what trust really, really means. Like, what do we trust? Who? What? Where do we put our trust? What do we depend upon? These are very important questions that underline the whole process of releasing. Well, I don't know. Can I really let go of wanting to control that? Then what will happen? It'll go out of control. That's what we think. You know, somehow we have this notion that the world is on our shoulders and we have to keep control everything or everything will fall apart. It's up to us to keep things together. That's, that's, it seems like that's a human and a universal feeling. And it produces a great deal of worry, strain, anxiety, concern, and also a great deal of self-blame and self-criticism. Oh, that didn't work. It's my fault. What did I do wrong? What could I have done? What could I not have done? On and on we go. In a circle, though, if on and on we went and we didn't find that ourselves so agitated if on and on we went and we felt that things were more to our liking in a permanent way. Well, that would be one thing. But on and on we go in this circle of distress, circle of distress, not knowing really how to get out of it. Now, Now, this is not a gloomy podcast or a gloomy process releasing. I'm just pointing out the process that we get caught in and why Releasing is so necessary and so valuable and so actually natural. It's not a big deal at all. It's not a big deal at all. It's easy. So some of you who are enjoying the podcast, and I thank you for that, and who are listening and writing to me, thank you again. You've had a taste of the deliciousness of what happens when we do open our hands for a moment and let go. Let go. We let go of wanting to control a situation. We let go of wanting approval from everyone in the world. We just let go. We take ourselves out of the mix for a little while and let the mix mix itself. It's very interesting when we do that. And actually, the title of the podcast for today is, Is That So?, That's all. That's another step. Each podcast gives you another step in releasing. A different way to get at it. 
one situation might be perfect. You ask yourself, could I let go of wanting to control that? And you do, and that's a wonderful moment and a wonderful feeling. Sometimes that question uh, doesn't quite work. We need an, maybe it's more, oh my goodness, no, no, it's more that I'm wanting, to, wanting approval. I'm longing for approval. Could I let that go? Yes. And something else opens up then. Different ways of releasing. Different moments requiring different, different touch. So each of these episodes have tried to introduce you to a different moment, a different touch on the journey. And it is a journey. It goes on forever as long as we know. That's just a part of life, breathing in, breathing out. See, we naturally take in and give back. That's our natural way. But somehow it's easy to do that with our breath. We don't want to hold our breath forever and ever. We breathe in, enjoy it, and breathe out. It's not quite like that with all the other things we do receive from the universe. We want to hold them, cling to them, fight for them, or demand more of them. We don't just breathe in, thank you, delicious, and breathe out, and return what has to be returned. So let's go to the wonderful, wonderful step for today. It's a very simple and it's a very beautiful step. It's, it's called, Is That So? It actually comes from a wonderful Zen koan about Hakuin, who was a great Zen master, who was very beloved, beloved, beloved by his community. And then some young woman in the community got pregnant and she blamed him because the father of her child ran away. And, and the whole community immediately turned around against him. From great praise, he was given great blame. And his reaction was, they came to him, they said, you, you did this, you did that. And he simply stayed quiet and he said, is that so? And they said, you should leave town, you're worthless. And he said, is that so? He didn't jump on the bandwagon. He didn't go right along with it. He listened, is that so? And then a few years, so when she had the baby, she gave him the baby. She said, it's your baby, take it, take care of it. And presented him with this baby. And his reaction was, is that so? And he took the baby and took care of it. He, he, was, he was in a state of deep release. I'm sure he loved that little baby very much as well. And then this boyfriend, who, the father of the baby, came back. And he, he felt badly. He wanted to marry her. He wanted to have a family. He wanted to take his child back. So they went to him and they said, we want the baby back. And he said, is that so? Gave the baby back. Of course, the townspeople were in awe of him now. All the blame turned to praise. Praising him, praising him, praising him. And he listened and he simply said, oh, is that so? Well, now that's, that's a wonderful Zen story with a, a, an example of a man in complete release, in complete harmony with the Tao, with, the, with nature, with what happened. You could say with the will of God too, whatever word you want to use for it. In complete oneness, in complete harmony. He wasn't interjecting his particular opinion or wishes just went right along. Is that so? Now that statement, is that so, also has something else in it. It's that 
we get so upset, we get so angry, we get so frustrated because perhaps somebody says something about us. All Hakuin's praise turned to blame. So rather than being insulted and fighting back and defending himself, he didn't get caught up in the drama. He didn't jump on the bandwagon. He he was said, "Is that so?" There's that's oh, he didn't believe it. That word "believe it" that's an incredible power we have to grant belief to something. Somebody could say something to you, and if you don't believe it, it's not going to particularly bother you. If you do, you will jump on board and start to get emotional, upset, and fight. So if somebody says they're you know. Anything. You're worthless. You're horrible. You were great, but you're awful now. Somebody else, if you heard that and, and you believed it, that's the important word here, believed it, you could commit suicide thinking of something like that. Oh, I'm worthless. There's nothing left for me. Life will be nothing but pain. Many of those thoughts circulate in our mind. And sadly, sadly, there are so many suicides today. And they come because the person believes this, these thoughts, these feelings. You're worthless. Life is awful. Nobody wants you. These feelings and thoughts come upon us regularly. All kinds of thoughts like that. Or the reverse. We believe we're the most terrific. We're the greatest. We're the best. We're wonderful. Nobody can be as good as us. We're terrific. We believe that too. And so we cling to that and we try to prove it constantly rather than just being who we are and in tune with life as it comes and as it goes. When we can not grant that kind of rapid belief to something, when we can sit back, sit still, observe what's coming at us, listen and say, is that so? <laughs> It's just a one minute. It breaks into the spell that we can easily get caught up in. Is that so? So Hakuin didn't hate the people who began to blame him. He didn't judge or criticize this young woman or the young man. He kind he didn't do that at all. He just listened to their story and said, "Really?" But he didn't join them either. He didn't join them in the phantasmagoria which is another word for the wildness of life that comes and goes, the endless changes. He didn't join them in it. He just absorbed it. He, he, he just experienced it. I wouldn't say absorbed it. He experienced it. And he did what was asked of him as well. When the time came time to take the baby and love the baby and take care of the baby, he welcomed that little baby with open arms. And the time he had with that baby, he cared for it with a full heart. And then when it came time to give the baby back, to let go, he let go. He gave the baby back. In a way, he is the epitome. He is the epitome. Not in a way, but he is the epitome of an example of someone rooted, rooted in love and trust of the universe, of the Tao, of the harmony of nature. Of the, we call it the great way. The great way.
The great way is simple. Only we only do not choose between our likes and dislikes. That's from Sosan. So I offer you this wonderful step and this wonderful phrase, is that so? So when some crazy news comes at you or when something comes at you, a deep feeling or something, and you begin to get upset or tense or anxious, just pause and say to it, is that so? And see what happens. Let's do it together now for a moment. Just get a feeling of something that might have been troubling to you, that came up. A person, a situation, an event, something. Something that was actually trying to lure you into upset. Just, just be with it. Just look at it and say to it, is that so? How beautiful. See what happens. <laughs> you're taking all the power away from it when you say that. And you're just allowing it to be a fact, or not, not a fact, but just whatever it is. Is that so? For a very dear friend of mine was in the hospital with COVID, and suddenly he was told his oxygen was going down, all kinds of things. They took some other blood tests, and that he didn't have long to go to be intubated. And he was feeling better and better. He didn't understand it. So he went into a lot of pain, he said. They took it again. It turned out they were wrong. They'd taken the blood from the wrong place. But he knew. He said deep down he knew not to go along with it. He was releasing. He let go of wanting to control it. In effect, he was saying, is that so? He took a long pause. He didn't go on the train ride, as he put it. He waited and waited. And it, in a little while, all the mistakes cleared up. So it's an interesting step. It's a powerful step. It's a good step because whatever's coming next when you take that, is that so? You're pausing. You're being with yourself, not with the news. You're being with your breath. You're being with what is. You're calm. And whatever comes when you're calm and clear and unruffled, you can always make the most beneficial positive response. I like that word, unruffled. Does it mean we're not compassionate? Hakuin was very compassionate. When the time came time to take the baby, 100%. You know, as we are unruffled, we become very compassionate. We become calmer. We become clearer. We become able to access the, part, the true compassion within ourselves, the true wisdom, the true clarity, and our true ability to stand strong. <laughs>